Welcome to the Confluence Investment Management Asset Allocation Weekly Report dated February 19th, 2021. I'm Phil Adler, and I'm speaking with Confluence Investment Management staff economist Thomas Wash. Today, we look at the January employment report from the U.S. Labor Department. It was a report that generated some concern. The number of new jobs came in well below expectations. The previous month's report was revised downward. While some job categories rebounded nicely throughout the year 2020, the January report did appear to be weak across a broad swath of categories. This report, you might remember, generated support among some commentators for a more robust economic stimulus plan, and stocks climbed for a fifth consecutive day on the day of the report, extending a rally that has brought the S&P 500 back to record highs. The rally may have been based at least partly on the assumption that because of this weak report, the Federal Reserve is more likely to keep rates low and take action deemed necessary to boost the economy. Thomas, you've been looking at this report and you found some bright spots. Still, would you agree the headline number is concerning? In my opinion, the headline number was a decent number given the circumstance. December saw a rise in new COVID cases and the imposition of new lockdown restrictions. The fact that we were still able to create jobs during that, in my opinion, is a a big positive. Instead of looking at the monthly comparison, you take a more long-range view in your written comment. How much have we actually rebounded compared to the beginning of the pandemic? We have recovered more than half of the jobs during the pandemic, which is about 12.5 million. In total, the great financial crisis saw a loss of about 9 million jobs. Which job categories have fared the best in terms of rebounding from year-ago levels? Believe it or not, retail trade probably had the strongest recovery. So far, it recovered 2 million of the 2.4 million jobs lost during the pandemic. Some categories have even exceeded pre-pandemic levels. Yeah, there are a couple of categories. Warehouse and storage and home improvement and gardening have now exceeded their pre-pandemic levels. Which job categories have fared the worst? The sector that performed the worst during the pandemic was leisure and hospitality, specifically the accommodation sector and the arts, entertainment, and recreation sector. And this was primarily due to the fact that they were forced to limit their business activities due to lockdown restrictions. Even in the hospitality category, which has declined sharply, you see some surprises. What are they? Well, given how many restaurants were forced to shut down during the pandemic, I was surprised to see that the sector had recovered over 60% of the job losses. This is significant because it is above the national rate of about 50%. So overall, you say the labor market is much stronger than people realize, especially when one takes the longer term view and when we contemplate the strength of the rebound. In the January report, though, there do seem to be signs of fresh weakness. Durable goods manufacturers cut 17,000 jobs during the month of January. Does this concern you? Given the rise in COVID cases in December and January, particularly in the Midwest, I think the job losses are somewhat understandable. That said, I expect these job losses to be limited in time, and therefore I expect a sharp recovery sometime later this year. Warehousing and storage also lost jobs in January. I guess this might be termed the Amazon category. Is this just a normal post-Christmas event? Well, I think 
some of this slowdown had something to do with the Christmas holidays. But another possible cause could have been all of this slowdown in shipments in general because people just weren't getting their deliveries in time. It's possible that people just went to retail stores instead, which explains why retail also had that strong recovery. Even excluding hospitality and leisure, total employment is down 3.7% compared to last January. Does this suggest that we still have a pretty long way to go to get the economy churning on all cylinders again? The labor market generally recovers about a year following an economic expansion. Current forecast shows an economic expansion starting at the earliest in Q4 2021 and at the latest sometime in 2022 suggesting that we can expect the labor market recovery to happen somewhere around 2023, which I think is a pretty uh, conservative expectation to have. So overall, you're optimistic? Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if the labor market recovered before 2023. I think the ability to work from home made it easier for employers to hire people from across the country. I have a couple of friends that have been able to stay in St. Louis despite taking jobs in other states such as Washington and Georgia. That said, I do have to say that a lot of this optimism is based on the assumption that virus containment is going to be imminent within the next two to three months. Thomas, you conclude that the jobs market should provide a tailwind for equities in the coming months. I realize I may be looking for problems here, and, and of course, job creation would be very welcome. We all want that. But if the tailwind proves to be too strong, isn't it possible that the Fed might take action to rein in inflation and equities might suffer as a result? Well, at this point, the Fed's primary focus appears to be on getting the country back on track, and I don't really see them really focusing on anything outside of employment at this point. So that alone should be favorable to equities because it means that they're unlikely to change their interest rate position at this time. If there is one lesson for the investor, would it be that we should not place too much emphasis on one month's numbers from an economic report? (laughs) Yes, yes. And that's true for all reports. I mean, anything can change in a month. So it makes no sense to put all of your eggs in one basket based on one report. Thank you, Thomas. Our discussion today is based upon sources and data believed to be accurate and reliable. We wish to state that opinions and forward-looking statements expressed are subject to change without notice, and this information does not constitute a solicitation or an offer to buy or sell any security. Our engineer is Dane Stoll. I'm Phil Adler.